We're going to get into this R-Star program. You've probably heard of that. It's the proposed plan to incentivize oil and gas companies to clean up well sites in the province of Alberta. It is not going over well in a lot of different areas. The opposition just continues to mount to this R-Star program. It was announced last week. uh, The province, under this plan, which is proposed, hasn't happened yet, they would grant uh, $100 million in tax credits to oil companies to clean up their old well sites. So, basically, they'd get a break on the royalties they have to pay going forward um, in in the form of a tax credit uh, based on cleaning up of their well sites. Cleaning up their well sites is their legal obligation. They're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. It's part of the cost of doing business, but it's not happening, so the government wants to spend money to incentivize them to do what they're legally required to do. That's where the issue comes in. And all kinds of people are pushing back against the plan, including the fact that the Premier is involved in this, because before she was Premier, uh, Daniel Smith lobbied the Kenny government to implement this very program on behalf of industry. So that raises all kind of conflict alarms. Scotiabank has said the plan goes against the very core principle of capitalism that sees private companies take responsibility for the liabilities they willingly accept. Even the province's current Minister of the Environment found herself in a bit of a tight spot. Uh, Sonia Savage was energy minister, or previously, and was vocally opposed to the R-Star program. Said it didn't make sense, she didn't like it, violated the province's polluter pay system, um, now she is the Minister of Environment and she was asked about it and she sort of punted. She said, yes, I was opposed to it under its previous form, but you would have to speak with the current Energy Minister about what it looks like now. So she's, uh, I don't know if she's had a change of heart, but she's certainly not talking about it uh, in light of the new plan. So lots of questions, lots of concerns about R-Star, including among Alberta's rural municipalities. They don't like this plan either. So we're going to find out what their concerns are. We're going to chat with Paul McLaughlin now, who is president of the rural municipalities of Alberta, also the Reeve of Pinoca County. Paul, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me today. So in an interview last week, I thought it was a, a great quote. You described this program as, this is exactly how a fox would design a hen house. So tell us what your concerns are with R-Star. Well, our star has been churning out there uh, in in the space for a while, it, and and you know it really is 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 driven by uh, sort of industry values, industry understanding, and so really we're pushing back. It's funny because a lot of people say, "Stay in your lane," you know, "Is this in your yeah. lane?" Well, I, I represent the folks that are stewards of the land. Um, every single rural Albertan is one degree away from the oil and gas industry. Uh, when we look at this program, this is exactly how Fox would design a handhouse. <laughs> so, um, like you say, you, you are representing a. Alberta municipalities. So when we're talking about staying in your lane, what are you hearing from municipalities? What what are they bringing to you? What are your concerns? I, I was in front of uh, about a uh, hundred of my folks that I represent on Friday, and and uh, they support the oil and gas. It's we have uh, oil in our veins, uh, and these folks said uh, we support the oil and gas industry. We're not going to pay for their cleanup, and we don't want to pay for their taxes either. And they're pretty clear about that's what their thoughts are. Um, is that the primary concern? Is the fact you know what? Hey, it's the oil company's responsibility. Why are we stepping into pay? Is that as simple as it gets? 
It's as simple as it gets using public money. And, and I know in quotations it's incentivized, but, you know, levers are available. And when, when oil and gas prices get as high as they are and free cash flows where it's at, mm-hmm. um, I think there's some opportunities here with the ER to increase the levers, to increase the liability cleanup. Um, those exist. Uh, they've done a good job up till now. They should just hammer it up when the price goes up. Um, in terms of communication with the province, I don't know how much of that goes on with your organization outside of formal meetings. Has there been communication uh, with the ministry or with the premier about your concerns? Well, you know, they've, they've done they've done a bit of a intro meeting, more of a comms piece than an actual what should this system look like. Um, it, it was it's evident in what we've seen so far that this pilot's going to proceed. Uh, we made it pretty clear that we've got other issues, and and we've had tax incentives that have come off of rural municipal taxation. So the well drilling tax has been incentivized to industry. Those were taxes due to municipalities. Uh, we also have an issue tied to a tax holiday that the that's a municipal tax. And then I still have the conversation around unpaid taxes that in the next two weeks you're going to hear about. Oh, okay. All right. We'll look forward to that. Uh, you made a point in the interview that I read last week um, saying, you know what, we're talking about tax credits on royalties. Um, those royalties are paid to Albertans. You would like to see this put to a referendum. You think that may be the easiest way to solve this? Well, I think we need to, because if you think about it, we are actually at the cycle royalty cycle that we're actually getting, starting to get full royalties. There's been a bit of a royalty holiday to get some of these oil sands projects hammered up uh, and, and moving forward. So uh, really, we're at peak royalty, and all of a sudden, we're, we're going to start giving them back. I think this is the time that we need to build our base, uh, build our infrastructure, and, and take care of business while royalties are at the highest they've been, actually, in a generation. Are you at all concerned that the premiers involved here, as I mentioned earlier, that's something a lot of people are pointing out as crossing uh, lines for them and putting up red flags, the fact that she lobbied um, the Kenny government on behalf of industry for the very plan that she implemented, you know, as part of her mandate letter to the energy ministry? Well, and, you know, I'm a full disclosure kind of guy. So two years ago, um, in, in that role, uh, now Premier Smith actually lobbied my organization after 90 minutes of conversation. I wasn't convinced either back then. Okay. All right. So what about now? I mean, is, is that a problem that she's bringing it in? Is that, is that part of the issue or is it just the plan itself, regardless of who brings it forward? Well, I always remain curious, and I think that there's an opportunity. What I like is we're talking about oil, oil field liabilities, and I think we, we need to have this conversation. Is it $90 billion of liabilities? Is it $250 billion of liabilities? What are the high-risk sites and what are the low-risk sites? I think that this becomes part of a public dialogue, and we understand what the goals of the AER are, and I think that's a really important piece to have right now. So I'm glad we're having this conversation. Would I say our star is the, the way to do it? I think it's changed to liability management investment program. Uh, the Voldemort name, it's no longer called our star it's still our star by design mm. and and i think we should have this discussion i think all albertans should understand what exactly the environmental liabilities that we have uh, relative to cash flow with oil and gas the liabilities are one part of it but and smith rightfully says you know what we've had this issue for a long time there's been different approaches to try and solve it it hasn't worked we still have these i'm sure you hear from the landowners at a part of your association about these unremediated well sites and all the rest and the concerns they have about that so um it's not happening. So what do we do? Well, what we do is the AER starts to pull up the levers. Any site that's over 40 years old that's not cleaned up, the high-risk sites should be addressed. Uh, I'm an environmental consultant. I've been out in the field in the middle of the boreal forest and came across a well site that was 50 years old and it looked like they were there the day before. Um, and so these exist on the land. Um, there's, we have the data. All we need to do is actually have the AR say, you know what, your high-risk sites need to be done in the next year. The problem with Alberta is we actually don't have a timeline for abandoned well site cleanup. 
um, that's a real problem. Mm-hmm. We've got now we've got uh, an increase in liability reduction, but we still don't have a timeline. You can spend 20 years and just pay surface leases and not clean something up. But you say, you know, you have to clean it up. Well, they, they know they have to clean it up. They've always known they had to clean it up and they haven't done it. So rather than incentivize, would you punish? Would you penalize? I would literally look at the price of oil and gas and I'd say your liability is going to increase when it's above $70 a barrel. Uh, you should increase your liability reduction. Hey, listen, companies aren't evil, but if companies only have to clean up, use 7% of their cash flow to actually clean up liabilities, the rest are going to go to shareholders and share buybacks. So you need to make sure that there's a regulatory lever in place to increase the liability reduction when the price point is high. And you know what? The, the best part of the discussion is, is that when price point is low, you should get some forgiveness on, on your liability and you should actually start using that cash flow to keep your business alive too. Make sure that it's a floating line and, and make sure that it makes sense based on the commodity cycles. Excellent. Okay. Uh, Paul, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate uh, your thoughts this morning. Thanks for having me. Have an amazing day. You too. That's Paul McLaughlin. He is president of the Rural Municipalities of Alberta and the Reeve of Pinoca County. And as I said, uh, certainly not alone in his opposition to the provincial plan to provide up to $100 million in tax credits to oil and gas companies to clean up oil and gas sites that is their legal responsibility to clean up. Um, and uh, as I said, uh, Scotiabank, a number of opposition, even people within government, right? I mean, or formerly in government. I think it was Drew Barnes, who used to be a UCP MLA, came out and said, this is absolutely ridiculous. We shouldn't be paying these companies to, you know, meet their own legal obligations. It's their legal obligation if they don't do it, penalize them. That's the other side of the argument, right? Rather than pay them to do what they're responsible to do, we need to penalize them if they don't do it. And, you know, like Paul pointed out, when you're talking about where they are, um, in terms of revenue and, and profits and everything right now, crying poverty is, is not going to work. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.